Yeah, it's kind of like Odd Couple meets the Brady Bunch meets tiny bubbles. I don't know. How Um, are you then? I don't know today. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know today. Like I'm. It's been busy. I've been busy, which I know. God, I hate it when people say that. Like, how are you doing? Oh, I'm busy. Like, congratulations. Um. So you have a life. We get it. Yeah, yeah, but there's a little too much life. I mean, that sounds terrible. I shouldn't. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean that. (laughs) Um, Like, you know what? It's just we can just dig it down a little bit. Just, and it's not like there's anything bad happening. I mean, there's a lot of bad things. Bad things are always happening around us, right? Right. I mean, in my life, things are yeah directly to you. Everything's as far as I'm aware, relatively okay. You know, right. I'm not sure what's killing me today, but like other than that, I'm fine. But I, um, it's just a lot of, it's like a lot of stuff in motion, a lot of plates spinning, mm. and um, you could probably do with a little less spinning. I could do with a little less spinning. One or two and I was plates, maybe. Yeah, and I was um, mentioning this sort of to our, our friend in common, Colin Kendall, Come um, on. and. Uh, and he was like, you know, he he did the brotherly, friendly, you know, you know, there's only so much you can do, Jason. You got to, you know, like, don't do this to yourself kind of thing. And I'm like, I know, I know. Whereas I'm going to say, no, screw you. Do more. Do more things. <laughs> What's <laughs> wrong with you? Sitting around on your ass all you the time. You're doing well, you know what? There are people <laughs> in my life who, or who have been in my life. And some who are still in my life, ish, who may not say that exactly, but I th- they would <laughs> but definitely they it. think it. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a car that should be remarkably clean considering how much money I spend to have this silly subscription to the car wash place. Oh, you got one of the subscription car yes, washes. because you know why? Because my buddy Kenneth said, oh, he did it and he gets his car wash all the time. And you know what? I used to do that too. I would go down and get the car washed. It was lovely. When I first moved here, my pants were so roomy. Actually, they weren't. But I mean, <laughs> they, they, my time was roomy. Like... And I don't know what I did. Yes, I do. I actually do kind of know what I did. But I like, like, I don't even have time to get my car. I don't even have time to have other people. No, not even other people. I don't even have time to let a robot <laughs> wash my car. Right. That's how. That's how much I've <clears throat> compacted in. Like I drive past this place on a regular basis. Uh-huh. And I not look enough at my, time I'm like, to go in and let the robots clean things up. On the time. That's the weird. Line, Lisa mentioned the subscription car wash thing at the donut thing the other day. And I have never heard of a car wash subscription until I hadn't like either until I moved a couple here. of days ago. And now it's come up twice. It's bizarre. I had a conversation with a venture capitalist. Uh, actually, he wasn't a venture capitalist. What is he technically? He's like a private equity fund manager, dude, person. Anyway, young guy. Um, who uh, I was talking about his portfolio. One 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 element of his portfolio is uh, veterinary 
industry, which would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, which, cause that's why we're having a conversation. The, the, and I was asking <laughs> about his other, the other parts of his portfolio, one of which, one of like four, I think it was like, so it was like healthcare, which was bifurcated between human and veterinary. Then there was, um, I don't know, like a railroad or something it was weird. Cause that just makes me think of monopoly. I don't know. Yeah. And then, and then there was, uh, these car washes. Like it's a big deal right now. It's a big thing. Getting like yeah. these places because they, because they and they run so efficiently, even in terms of their use of water, because they mm-hmm. reuse the water um, or like a lot of it that that the cost, like the cost of operating is super low. Hmm. So and then they and they build them in these places and they know exactly like how many based on like the demographics of an area and how far it is to get to the next one, like how many cars mm. they can churn through in a given month and like very predictable income. Hmm. Yeah. I just, I guess I don't. Especially if you're like me and you don't go. <laughs> right. You got the subscription. And you it's don't like use the gym it. membership. Of, it's like the car wash equivalent of a gym membership. Well, that's kind of my point is that I don't, I mean, I wash my car when it needs to be washed. When I look at it and I say, all right, that's getting to be, that's, that's almost to the level of topsoil level of dirtiness on my car it's now time to go get a car wash i certainly don't do it like on a regular schedule you know and certainly not enough that a subscription would make sense that's that is that's washing your car a lot i don't think there's gonna be enough paint on my car left if i wash it as much as it seems like no it's one of those i think if you go through twice in a month it's it's just Twice well. in a month, though, man. Yeah. Especially, okay. especially you have right a gar- now. You have a garage, number one. Yeah. That you use. And I work from home. Right. And you work from Right. So <laughs> you're basically going out like once every two weeks. If that. So, and you live practically downtown, so you can just. Yeah. Walk so, I mean, maybe right. I'm not the target market. But, you uh, Plus, you live in Winter Garden in this place <laughs> in the bowels of Windermere. Um, well, so, I mean, there's one down this. Well, I guess it's uh, over on Colonial, you know, and there's oh, one. There's oh, yeah, one that there. One. Yeah, that one's no good. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm, the closest one, so I, I go to that one. I don't is know. it the same company? So that, I have no clue. Okay, it's the car wash company. Oh, <laughs> and you know, here's here's also where they get you to 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 set this up. And I don't know if the system's the same. I imagine it is. To set this up, you have to. So you pay for the subscription thing and then you go through and then when you're finished, you have to come back out and go into the little office to get your, you have to like get your credit card registered, of course, for automatic billing. And then you have to get, you get this little sticker that goes on your window, like Uh up in the upper corner where where Jiffy Lube used to put the sticker if you went to Jiffy. Right, right, okay. And then the, the machine reads that. The scan, it scans that when you come through mm. and knows that, oh, okay, you you have this subscription, okay? To, at some point, my credit card number changed because, you know, one of the Ooh. times where that gets reissued because they, they sure. see something happening, right? Um, and it stopped working. Mm. To fix it, I had to go in. I had to, like, go back into the office again. <sighs> So like re-register. I'm like, why am I having to do this? I know that to cancel this, I'm going to have to go in yeah. to the little office. And I know once I do that, now I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be like in that episode of Friends where Chandler's trying to get out of the gym membership mm-hmm. and he can't. Like I'm gonna be in that moment. Yeah. Um 
And <clears throat> also, I have to take the time to do that. Right. And you also, don't have enough time to actually use the service. The you certainly don't have enough time That's to my boy. go in and talk to people. That's, oh, my it, gosh. Wendy, you got to wait. And then, and then, and then, like the past two or three times I've gone, so they've changed the system up since like COVID. I don't know why. Maybe it's not COVID related. Maybe it's just stupidity. But they now have a you know, human being standing at the at the little machine. Like there's two machines you go to. So you have that kind of stress already where there's like two dueling, dueling like like right. gate place, gate things, right? So you have two access points next side by side. So it's like the grocery store line where you're like, okay, which line is quicker? So then you start eyeing up the cars in front of you like – which line should I get in based on the cars that they have? Like, are they, is right. that a competent car? Or is it an incompetent car? I'm not so sure. So then you try to game that, right? But then you see somebody coming up behind you. You're like, I got to make a decision. I got to make well, a decision. Now you so, get the pressure, yeah. So then you get into a line. Okay, now I'm in line. And now there's a dude or dudette up there who is like punching numbers for people instead of letting them, I guess, that, maybe that's why it's What co- is that about? I don't know. Like, they're... They're half I've seen index that in, fingers. In like public parking garages too, where they're like, "Hand me your card, and then I'll put it in." See, I, I can do that. I, I, to- what is this? What is this? The thing says, "Put card in here." I can. I've got the card. There, the thing is. Yeah. I, my, I am able to reach the thing. Right. Why are you doing this for me? I don't understand me? this. So then, but here's my deal. Like, I don't actually have to touch anything. When I pull up, all I have to do is let the machine read me, read the little sticker. Yeah. It asks me if I want an upgrade. I hit no upgrade. Actually, if I do nothing, it just defaults to no upgrade. The the little the receipt thing comes out. I sometimes you know I'll take it and throw it away, um, and then the gate goes up and I go through. Yeah. I don't insert a credit card. I don't have to do anything else, right? But I still have to wait in the same line. Mm-hmm. And so invariably, there's a person who wants to have a conversation because there's like. Oh, we're going to try to sell him the subscription maybe. Or he's not sure what upgrades he wants. He doesn't know whether he his undercarriage needs washing or something. I don't know what's happening. But what I do know is that I'm in the wrong line. And I'm watching these other people go. But right. those other people can't actually go as fast as they could even go normally because they have to wait for the guy or the gal to come back over and punch the numbers in for them. Yeah, what is that? And so all of this, and I'm doing this under pressure because I'm like, oh my God, I got to make this meeting. I gotta be back to my office to get them this this Zoom call. Why did I even get? Why and now I'm trapped. You can't back out. Yeah, and you don't want to be that guy that gets on the Zoom call while you're in a car wash. There's big signs that say it. they don't say no Zoom call, but I wouldn't be surprised if they put one of those in. But it's like no using your cell phone, no blah blah blah, blah none of this. Like you know what? No using your cell. How about you bite me? I'm using well, they, my cell phone. Once the suds are covering the car, they can't know anyway. Yeah, and then why? Why why can't because you they want use you to pay phone? attention. <laughs> for when you exit you need to be ready to exit well, they yeah. mean, like they mean go and they say exit it's like sure people and you up want to you. do that because you're you're compelled to do that because the other car behind you is coming at you right. and there's nothing you can do to stop that but they so don't want you to be gotta, distracted but like in your, if you're in the weird tri-colored suds uh, I section, love that by the way yeah and it smells I mean, good and, it, and it's like the it was this blue yellow and a kind of a pink it's really cool mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm but there's no reason you can't be using your cell phone there. That's ridiculous. I don't know what to tell you. I just know that um, this time of year, my car needs extra washing. It's black and it's Florida, and yeah. there, and and I don't park in the garage. And there's pollen, and those little love mm. bugs are going to come back. And I need to I need to get my car washed more regularly. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I the guess inside of my car, I need to, I need to clean the inside of my car. And that's like, well, that's, yeah, you can't do that. That's without. a supply side problem. I've noticed like they have the vacuum cleaners there. That's great. I can do that. That's fine. Yeah, sure. Um, but what I really need is like the stuff to clean the dash and like the, you know, like the dust right. things that I don't just carry those around. Like, yeah. I need. I used to carry the uh, the Windex wipes in my car. I found huh. that those came that in work? handy. Yeah, yeah. If you could yeah. just put a little shopping cart together for me, Marcus, like, like sure, no problem. Marcus's list of items that you should have in your car. I'll get cleaning uh, products. I'll get, I'll get you know a script on a subscription. That'd be great. There you go. <laughs> come great. every month. Do I have to come into the office to get my card or? Yeah, (laughs) that's the other thing, isn't it? It's like, and I guess in this case, it's one of those things a lot like the gym membership because they do it. They make it as hard as they possibly can so that you won't do it. You'll have a subscription that you're not going to use for years and you won't even think about it because what you have to do to go through to get that thing canceled just sucks. Yeah. But we've got like the, the company that monitors our alarm system or whatever. They're called like technical solutions or something like that. And they have no way of paying online. How in the world, in this Wait, day and age, in this economy. What do they do? They monitor the alarm system, right? So like if the uh, alarm goes off, they go, they call you and go, is everything okay? Or did it go off, you know? Did they go off uh, accidentally, and you say, "Yeah, it did." And they're like, "Okay." And you have like and a, a like, safe word, like a code word, like if you're being held hostage, you you say, "Like yeah, I don't bologna what sandwiches." It is. I'm having bologna yeah. sandwiches tomorrow for lunch. Yeah, the bologna, uh, lots of I bologna. Did you get the bologna part? <laughs> bologna sandwiches. Everything is fine. A okay. <laughs> You judging my tone here? Baloney, baloney. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to oh, tell you that then, there isn't a guy with a gun to my head at yeah. all. Then you hear you hear your you hear Emily yell down the hall. It's Limburger this month. Limburger. <laughs> oh, I mean it's not Limburger, it's, right? Bad guy. But um, yeah. No, so having, I, I'm not right. even entirely sure <laughs> I remember what the words are at this point because we set it up when we moved in and that was yeah. a year ago. Yeah, and it's been safe. Yeah, it's been Other fine. Than you, when no you try to burn to the house it. down, it's kind of like when you first get like a new number for your cell phone and you you'll never remember that because you don't okay. use I it. I haven't gotten a new number it. for my cell phone since 2007, six, 2006. No, I'm sorry, 2006, 2008. I don't know when I got mine. When I got my iPhone, 2008, and I'm never changing it again. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I always feel like if I get too many of these spam calls, I'm just going to change my number. You're just going to get someone else's old number. They're like, there are no numbers anymore. They just retire them when people die or something. That's and a lot get, of numbers. And you just get and you just get their numbers. Have you noticed that? I guess that? that's, yeah. Yeah, no, you don't want that. So what, you, want somebody's, uh, you don't want to be someone's residual. Ten digits, though. That's a lot of, of course, I guess not all of the uh, area codes are hmm. in use. Nope. I'm just okay. recycling numbers now. Yeah. So some else's dead, problem. Dig, some dead guy's number. That'd be weird. Yeah, that's no fun. Bob, they'll find you, you anyway. Your 115th birthday, Bob. That's no, a new number guy. And I can always tell when I've given my number to the wrong person, because then I'll start getting spammed by Oof. other things. I'm like, oh yeah. man, why did I do that? Oh, I thought they were safe. Yeah. I just because some people I want you know I have my fake 
not fake number. I have my Google Voice number that I give to most people. But then sometimes I give my iPhone number because, well, it's just more direct communication. Like you, like yeah. for, so for somebody that you, yeah, I, I'd rather you be able to reach me a little more easily. Then I'll give them that mm-hmm. number. Now I'm wondering which one you gave me. The world will never know. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. One of them is based in Catalina, California. Uh, Catalina Islands, yeah. And one of them is based in Colorado Springs. Salad dressing, Colorado. Yeah, it's salad dressing. They're all salad (laughs) dressings. One of them is Thousand Island, New York. Um, (laughs) Hidden Valley. That's in uh, In Alaska, I think. (laughs) It's a a real place. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, that's where Hidden Valley Ranch comes from. You know, um, Friends of ours live in Carnation, Washington, and I was and I was joking once with them, like, like, oh, do you like eat a lot of Carnation instant breakfast here? And they're like, oh, like this is where it's from. I'm like, what? Sure enough, yeah. wow. Like it's the whole they have like a Carnation. Try to make plant. a joke, and you were actually uh, seemed actually, like you knew actually, some stuff. Yeah. I uh, one of my very first work trips when I was uh, working for the community college was to Sioux City, Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, for a training. And uh, I was like, oh, hey, Sioux City, Iowa. I can get some of that uh, Sioux City sarsaparilla that uh, Sam Elliott talks about on Big Lebowski. Turns out that's uh, made nowhere near Sioux City. <laughs> <laughs> it's from New Jersey, apparently. So, is, it, is there like, a Sioux City near oh, New great. Jersey or no? Just, no, they just uh, called it Sioux City to give it a kind of Western sounding name. <laughs> but it's nowhere near Sioux City. I was kind of disappointed. And it was just snowy the rest of the time. So I was in snowy Iowa with no sarsaparilla whatsoever. <laughs> and that was uh, a big disappointment, I'm afraid. So yeah. I don't I, I don't need to talk about the rest of my day. It, it was It was just today, huh? <clears throat> it was just today. There's just a uh-huh. lot of stuff. Mostly good stuff. But a lot of stuff. Um Oh, I started watching Resident Alien, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, you digging it, huh? Yeah, I'm. Af- I'm, I'm sorry I didn't listen to you the first time because I, <laughs> I recognize That's what everybody had, says about had, any advice I give them ever. <laughs> well, sometimes you just don't hear about it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was back in like February. It was February fourth. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because I noticed you, you replied to the I did. original. I did. Well, you know why I did that? Because <laughs> I replied to your initial uh, message, right? Here. Um, right, yeah. It was like, I don't remember saying that. Because I remember the second time I brought it up was when we were at dinner the other night. Right. And I and I wanted to give you props. I appreciate because that. Because I felt like, you know, that's the that's the right thing to do. That I wanted to, I wanted to m- make note that you had previously told me this and i was responding to that um yeah there you go and it's good it took me like ages to get my sister onto the mandalorian and uh, when she finally watched it she was like oh my god this is the greatest mm-hmm. thing ever i was like yeah i've only been trying to tell you that for ages and i'm on her again about hamilton and she's she hasn't hamilton? watched it yet yeah like and, the musical uh, Hamilton? Yeah, no, no, the guy, Alexander Hamilton. I was like, this is a really cool guy. You need to read up on this guy. And uh, no, the musical. And uh, <laughs> yeah, are you are you not a Hamilton guy? I just, I can't make it through it. 
You really can't. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I, I, musicals I don't want to be one of those guys like, oh my god, you know, because yeah, people don't like things. Musicals it's are cool. di- no, no, I'm not saying. Uh, look, I, I'm, I'm sure the problem is me, not. Not, 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 I mean, it's not everybody else in the world is yeah, wrong. single-celled organisms out there with a T-shirt from <laughs> Hamilton. So. I mean, I'm just saying that I have difficulty following it. Um, uh, no, I find the, that I understand. I find the pacing is is real fast for my slow brain, mm. and I find that rap in general is difficult for me to understand. Um, mm-hmm. And. Uh, I and I'm yeah I just I just can't take it yeah I feel like that's bad I mean doing it with uh, the closed captions on I have yeah Yeah. the second time through my second attempt through was with captions on there are some times when even that's not going to help you because like David Diggs the guy that plays uh, both Lafayette and Mm -hmm. Thomas Jefferson is able to rap at about 7 million miles an hour Mm -hmm. Um, but uh and I will say that uh, that's kind of been its thing is that it's a rap musical, but it's it's really not. There's a lot of conventional singing and and even in the rap bits, there's, you know, some singing mm-hmm. and, and some fantastic choreography. And I can't say enough about it. And I was one of those guys that didn't and it wasn't sort of like everybody likes it, so I'm not going to watch it. It wasn't that it was just I haven't gotten around to Hamilton and it was out for like two, three years before I finally like. Uh, listen to the the soundtrack and I was kind of like you right because I have I wasn't seeing it and I was just listening to the music and so keeping who was who together was Mm -hmm. really difficult when you're just listening to the music Mm -hmm. but uh, once I saw it on the Disney plus I was like okay this is because I was like I kind of dig this music up to the point where I actually saw the thing and then I was like okay this is one of the greatest musicals that there has ever been and uh, um, so now I'm like a, a ridiculous and quite annoying fan of the, the musical now. But, uh, yeah, and I'm trying to indoctrinate my uh, my sister. And, and she's as much of a theater person as I am. So, you know, I, she really has no excuse at this point. You hear me, Jesse? You hear me talking to you? <laughs> she going to listen to this? Yeah. <laughs> she's Be strong. She's a fan. Be strong. Well, she was a fan anyway. Um, I just, uh, the other thing is I... I don't think I like musicals performed on stage. I'm saying this tentatively. I'm, I'm saying this tentatively because I'm trying to go through like the catalog of musicals that I've seen. I like and them in the mall. No, I like them on. I like them when they're made into movies. Oh, I see. So, do, like uh, the 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 Les Mis with uh, yeah, Hugh Jackman well, and all that. that that kind of thing. Yeah. I even like the hokey ones, like the ones that are that are practically a stage performance, but right. It's just what what is it about the? Uh, I don't know. Is it the staging? I like is plays. it the, sort of the conceit? I love of... plays, like just plays. Mm-hmm. Like I love that. I love that. It's yeah. When they start singing, I just want to go to sleep. Now, is that a problem with the singing, or is that the? The staging that sounds more like you just kind of don't like musicals but, th- but why do i like them I, I like i like watching movies that were based on musicals like i, mm. I don't no i don't That's know either very interesting i know it's a problem have you been to many actual musicals no i don't think so i okay. think because 
I mean, other than like high school and stuff. I um, I I I am not really drawn to them, but I've been to a, I've been to a few. I've been to a look. I've been yes, I've been to a few, but I don't seek them okay. out like on Broadway or anything like that. And I'm sure if I did right. see it in a big production kind of. I am a Lion King. I'm a Festival of the Lion King person, and not a. Okay. Not a Lion King on Broadway person. You no, know, a lot of line of fight. Like in, in Animal Kingdom, there's the people who who love Festival Festival of the Lion King, and then there's the people and then who are Finding the, Nemo. Yeah, and I'm much more of a Festival of the Lion King person. I also am a Festival of the Lion King guy. Between those two things, now I do like the Finding Nemo musical, of course. But, I just um, get, I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> I just want the air. It's air conditioned. That feels lovely, and it's dark. And you feel like you're kind of underwater, is, and it's like, oh, and like now I'm really I calm. I just want to sleep. I don't think there is a more comforting, sleep-inducing theater on property than the Finding Nemo. A lot of people will be like, no, it's American Adventure or uh, it's Hall of Presidents or <laughs> Carousel of Progress. A lot of people conk out in Carousel of Progress, but the Finding Nemo is because I think, I think mainly because. There's always, or at least when it's, when it's, it's operating, boring. it's there's always a line for it, and mm-hmm. the line is outside, mm-hmm. and I associate going to it at all with the summertime, so it's very hot out there, and you're in the Animal Kingdom, which is pretty much one of the hotter parks if you're, because so much of it is, is outside, right? It's, I think it's and a perception so thing, but when yeah. you fi- It could be. It could very well be, but that's, that's hey, perception's reality when it comes to this kind of thing. <laughs> And you get into this dark and it's the ceilings are real high and they're there's, you know, they, they go off into blackness and it's very much, I mean, the, the um, the it's house like sleeping in a meadow and under sea meadow, <laughs> the house for this musical is the one that's closest to an actual place that you would see a real musical in. You know mm. what I mean? And so it's got the really high and black ceilings where like all the electrics and stuff are there. They put the, the, uh, the lights and, uh, and the and seats are really is. comfortable. And since the ceilings are so high, it's also kind of quieter in there than mm-hmm. it is in like any of these other places. I don't know. There's something about it that that's you just I describing it to me like, makes me want to take a nap. Right. See, like I'm just picturing. This. <laughs> so I get that <laughs> in I the get... space. I'm like, Oh my God, I just want to sleep. <laughs> So I, when, I don't. If I don't, some kind of touring company, as soon as Broadway comes back, you know, after COVID, I can go to as soon symphonies. as some touring company comes through here, I go we're to going symphonies. to something. I go to symphonies and I and I love them. No, I never get tired. In a symphony, yeah. a show doesn't last thirty seconds in a symphony. Yeah, I don't know that I would. Well, it depends on the music. No, it doesn't it, matter. It I love it. I just love it. Well, see, it does I try matter. To, but then I'm like, I'm trying to like hear each instrument. Sometimes you try to like like. Like find one to follow, see if you can follow that one. Like the I, one guy with the viola. Yeah. It's no, like, ah, I think so. is that weird? It's Bob. I'm like, <laughs> I know that guy. You can pick out like. <clears> no, it's not weird. You know. We went to see George Winston. Oh yeah, at the um, like him. I think at the at the it's in Baltimore. We were in college. It was at the Lyric Opera House. I think um, we had that. We had those seats that are. I don't know. They were like cheap because we had like student tickets at the time. Mm. But they were like that. What do they call that? Is it like the dress like, circle or the balcony? I know it's up in the balcony, but it's like the, the balcony. It's like the but it's a seat. It's like the dress. It's like this. 
It's like the seat that's in this like little balcony, like their own little balcony, like private balcony kind of things, but like off to the side, to the front, but like we're almost like overlooking the stage. We actually are it's like, like a box. Yeah, it's kind of like a box, but it's yeah. like it was cheap though. Um, yeah, I mean, the, we always think about box seats being, you know, high I guess because the, a lot of the location really of it, you don't really yeah, get the exactly. perspective, right? So, um, so you have to kind of lean over to see. This. Yes, literally. <laughs> so and so, where we were was like just almost, almost literally above George Winston's piano, like where he was sitting. And so, I mean, so if, I had, like, drooled, if I had like drooled, I could have drooled into this piano. <laughs> so, and what was so amazing is that. He does this really neat stuff where he will, depending on what he's what sound he's trying to get while he's playing, he'll like reach in and grab the string. Oh and, yeah, and dampen it, I guess, and um, do all this cool stuff. It's like so. It's, it, I mean, his music is very relaxing um, and emotional, and but mm-hmm. but to watch him doing it was was really a performance in and of itself. It's oh like, yeah, I'm sure. It's, right? <laughs> and we're right there, man. We're like practically like part of the show. Because we're right there. Everybody's looking at us, looking at him. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle was out like in six minutes, gone. Like <laughs> the whole the whole thing. I missed the whole thing. I'm like, look, it's like grabbing the strings, doing the thing, whatever. It's like gone. I mean, I don't know how she does it. It's like a superpower. Do it like fall asleep, like. Yeah, that's 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 a. A skill I've admired in other I mean, people. people. My on grandfather planes, can, they get on the airplanes are like gone. Like, oh. my grandfather would be um, in like Korea. He would have all of his people set up, and there's about to be an attack. You know, <laughs> and he's he's a you know a master sergeant or whatever. He's got everybody set up, and he's you know everybody ready for the attack. The attack's coming in forty minutes. We're gonna go in forty minutes. Everybody's blood, death, and violence and gore. <laughs> Ready? All right, great. I'm gonna take a nap real quick, and he'll, he would lay up against a tree and just. Because <laughs> everybody was ready, and he had 30 minutes before he had to be doing anything else. He could right. take a nap doing right. that. That's what... I, I have never been able to do that. I'd just be. I'd be so anxious about being groggy when I awake that I wouldn't be able to take a nap. Right, but as soon as he's up, he's back doing it. I, I saw. One time he was at our house, he was untangling a big thing of uh, Christmas lights. We kind of he was there for Christ- for uh, Thanksgiving, and we were decorating Christmas afterwards. And he's untangling a big thing of Christmas lights because he loved doing that kind of stuff. That sort of problem solving. If you gave him a big wad of like <laughs> rope that was in an impossible knot, he would love sitting down and, and figuring it out, right? And so he's doing that, and then he just goes, you know, and just goes to sleep, and then. In about 15 minutes, he's like, he's back doing the thing. <laughs> it's just like, I was a little too sleepy to do this task. I recharged for 15 minutes. Now I'm going to pick it right up right where I left off. They call that a Gordian knot. Is that Gordian? Yeah. Gordian knot? Is that what it's called? Is that what Weird Al Yankovic plays? Gordian? <laughs> Not an accordion knot. A Gordian knot. Accordion. Gordian. Uh, that's that's uh, those are the French people that lived in Canada, right? And they, <laughs> oh, the Acadians. Yeah, I'm that's sorry. it. That's... That's, and then they went to Louisiana and became known as the Cajuns because it's. Oh my goodness. Anyway, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> hey, um, speaking of Acadians uh, and Cajuns and whatnot. 
Yeah, I was getting ready to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it before you even reference the pen. Good. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know, this, it almost seems cliche at this point because this is something I kind of routinely go off on. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering how far your foot, how far your foot can actually get inserted into your mouth. So let's, I don't know that it's, I I think, I think, I think I'm on the side of of right on this one. And, uh, but we were at the, uh, at the, at the, the Enzo's hideaway the other night. And we mm-hmm. got to talking about this, and I can't even remember what prompted this. Did we talk this. about this? Well, it was something, and and I started to talk about it, and you were like, "No, no, no, don't." Oh, that was it. <laughs> let's right, I was let's like, wait don't. for the show. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my problem is, okay, the people from Berlin, they refer to their country as Deutschland. Even the people from Vienna refer to that country as Deutschland. Why do we call it Germany (laughs) when it's not what they call it? Why do we have our own name for that? So if I asked, you're saying if I, because I've known German people in my life, like people off the boat from Germany. If I ask them where you are, where are you from? They're going to tell me Deutschland? Well, they'll probably say Germany because they know that's what you call it and you've learned to call it. Well, how would they know that, like right off the bat? Because they know that's what English people call their country, but they don't call it that. They call it Deutschland. So why aren't we calling it what they call it? Because aren't they the ones that should have the authority over what their country is called? Well, now, yeah, I mean, like but... with, with the United States, that's like a, that's like a phrase, right? It's So like when someone from Mexico, let's say, uh, refers to us as Los Estados Unidos, that makes sense because it's it's a description right. really more than a proper name. Yeah. But they also refer to Canada as Canada. And so, because that's the name of the, t- the place. Now they have pronunciation rules with regards to the A letter. And so it's Canada, not Canada. But it's still the name of the country. And I understand that Germany comes from the Roman times, Germania and all of that stuff. But even then it was Germania and not Germany. So why are we calling it Germany? It just seems very sort of, I don't know, Anglo-centric to decide that, you know what? You're Germany. Okay. Well, I mean, there are explanations. Deutschland. There are explanations on the internet for these things. Um, And and even Wikipedia has an entry about names of Germany. And why do we say, and there's another article, why do we say Germany and not Deutschland? But, and what, I, what I'm getting well, we do from, it with a lot of junk. I'm not, not well, hitting, I, hitting I just on Germany here. I mean, well, I, I know. I'm just saying, like, I mean, just for, The you city's know, name is Napoli. It is to, not Naples. To be devil's advocate uh, a bit, um, or would I be the German advocate? I'm not sure. Um, internally, yes, yes, Germans use Deutschland for... Okay. Right, okay. Yeah. However, Germany was called Germany. By like even internally, yeah. for a long time. Okay, um, but that ain't what it's called now. Well, I realize that we don't but call Turkey the Ottoman Empire or whatever. We don't. I mean, they can't expect the the world to keep shifting based I don't on even like know if their, was in the, the Ottoman whims Empire. of their internal <clears throat> oh, desires. Oh, they, they can, but we can't. I mean, they lost Sorry, a war. We can't be bothered to sake. learn a new name for I'm you sure guys. we'd be calling it Deutschland if they had won. <laughs> I'm the guy with the foot in my I mouth. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> to 
the Victor Ghost the dictionary? I don't know. What to tell you? <laughs> Um, well, it's, right, so like, give me another well, example. What is it like Naples? You're saying, yeah, all of the almost every Italian Florida. You're saying, well, there's Naples, Florida that can be called Naples, I guess, but in Italy, it's called Napoli, but we still call it Naples, Italy, and um, we, and then we call it Italy and it's Italia. Um, <laughs> but And the thing that really kind of got me thinking about that is is the next day, the very next day after our dinner, we were in Animal Kingdom yeah. and we were riding Flight of Passage uh-huh. and <laughs> they were going, uh, and this is the, we're going to ride the the uh, Avatar or whatever, the, the uh, Pandoran uh, animal of the Necron that we call the Banshee. Why are we calling it the Banshee? <laughs> We can say Necron. <laughs> why did it, why did goofy Anglican people decide they needed In their the own name for that? World. I know this isn't, but it's totally what we do. <laughs> I mean, it works because that's the kind of crap we would do. Oh, you call it what? No, that doesn't work for us. No, that's called a chocolate chip cookie. Screw you. And your Nikron, we're going to name it something else. <laughs> it's just kind of annoying to me. And, and I know I call it Germany, too. But I mean, it's, you know, when you really think about it, it's kind of like, why are we, we just like Japan? That's not Japan. It's Nihon. It's, oh, it's when why? Why are we calling it Japan? Why do we call it Japan? I don't know. I'm sure that you're about to Google it. I'm Googling Japan. <laughs> Why do you exist? The Japan versus <coughs> Nihon? Nihon, N-I-H-O-N. Or Nippon is uh, sort of the more familiar. The Japanese name for word. Japan can be pronounced either Nihon or Nippon. Both Nippon. Both readings come from the Onyomi. Onyomi? Onyomi. Um, so, some records say that the Japanese envoy to China requested to change the name because he disliked it. Others records, other records say that the Chinese Empress Wu Zetian, Zetian ordered Japan to change its name. Either way, Wokoku became Nihon. Oh, Wokoku, this is when it was Wokoku, not Japan. That doesn't really help me. Um, hmm. Well, Koku's kind of cool, too, although it sounds Hawaiian. Koku. Um, sounds like something Gilligan would have named the island, like... <laughs> well, Koku Island. Well, Koku Island. That may have been what it was. There was a Japanese version of Gilligan, and he was... Hey, we'll call it so Koku. I, I don't know what the answer is, my friend. Um, and this... I think, uh, <laughs> that's all right. You don't have to answer. I'm trying <laughs> I'm to defend this. I'm trying to, like, play the defender of the... It's of the status quo. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Knapp, defender of the status quo. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, and it's just... And there's another weird kind of thing, too. Oh, it's too. because of Jipan. Because, like, like, this Nippon, and then there was, like, Jipan. Jipan? Jipan, yeah, that's But it's how still it not was. the name of the place. I mean... I know. <laughs> I know, but why do they do that? Why do they give in... Why do they do that? Why yeah, do they let us know. do that? I don't know. Why does my Why does Google Maps say Japan? I don't know because well, that's confusing, right? Like, 
And I always wonder, you know, what what do Japanese people think of that? You know, I mean, surely they just kind of accept it because I'm so sure Japan, right there. You know, and there's like, OK, Japan. they call us Japan. We're Japanese people to them. We are Nihonjin to us. Um, that's just a matter of language. And I'm sure that's fine. But it's just kind of like, well, what's interesting two, two are if, so different. You know, If you look at like if you go to the Soviet, <laughs> I almost said the Soviet Union, if you go to Russia, um, and you look at their the names of their cities on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't even pronounce like the English version of the Cyrillic. Yeah, spelling, which I assume is what that is. It's like a phonetic spelling, maybe. Yeah, and and that's that that comes with its own kind of special fun times um, right. because we I don't know who comes kind of up thing. with uh, with some of these sort of English versions of like foreign words. Um, yeah. But like where they will use, like how did you come up with using that English letter to mean that sound when that's not the sound that English letter makes? Because like uh, Chinese, yeah, right. like Chinese towns um, or, or words really that have a, a QI that is pronounced chi, which is bizarre because chi is chi, and you know it's not a, a Chinese thing because it's an, a Western letter. The Chinese have their own writing, as you might. Have yeah, but no, but they did. There was that period of time, like that. I mean, there was that three, four decade period, three decade period where they were. There's a great controversy over this too, in terms of um, adapting, like the Western keyboard to, yeah, yeah the, to the to to the the language, and um, and then the, and then there was a big push because they thought it was going to be inefficient, it was almost impossible. Like, how do you have how do you yeah, have no. how do you type in that? And, and then and then they, they created that. I forget what the keyboard was called. It was invented by that guy. Who, like, okay, it was a crazy amazingly elegant but just just it was like elegant but complicated at the same time in terms of like yeah. making this this alphabet that could they kind of boiled it down boiled it down boiled it down over time like literally like years and years and years yeah, there's a simplified to get it down to like a couple yeah. hundred maybe different uh well, that would be keys. Impressive. It's, yeah. and then okay, and the so keys, keyboard yeah. contraption was like you had to control like multiple things with what yeah. I, I, anyway that would be rough yeah I, I would definitely i mean at least with japanese if you have to you can just restrict yourself to hiragana and katakana you don't have to do any kanji if you yeah. don't well this was yeah to. this was getting it all down to that right but the, with with chinese it's all what the japanese were referred to as kanji i don't know what mm-hmm. the name the drawing, of it is the, in, the in symbols japanese. right the, the ideographic yeah. characters um because hiragana and katakana are, are all symbols, phono- yeah, yeah. phonetic, right. and so they just represent sounds, right? Right. So that's easy to to do. Um, but uh, once you get into kanji, and there's like, you know, eight thousand of them or whatever, and they all have right. different meanings, and it's and it's and it's really neat when you start learning some of them because it's it's you know these two can can sound exactly the like, but it's the kanji itself that tells you what meaning mm-hmm. is having. Like, um, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I having to come up with some kind of a type or a keyboard 
that would be well, that able was to the, that was that. the thing like how do we how do we preserve this cultural this culturally important element of our people um mm-hmm. and also compete economically and so forth and and yeah share information so they started um, using roman letters and I guess mm-hmm. at some point they decided that Q was going to equate to CH, but I, I don't understand yeah. that. I, I right, I don't, I don't know either. But I, look, I think it's interesting. Um, and X is like SH or something. I, I, I don't know how to feel about this, frankly, um, <laughs> because I don't want to change. That's for sure. You don't want uh, to start saying Deutschland. Look, I, I, I question myself all the time as it is. Like, am I saying the right thing? Am I saying it correctly? Did I just, like, did I, did I just say the wrong thing? Like, am I an idiot? <laughs> um, don't answer that. And <laughs> to give, to like have to relearn all of that? Like, you want me to call it Espanol now? Well. But it says Spain on my map. All these España. years, it's saying, it says Spain. Yeah, but you know it's called España. It's easy. No, no, but like... No, uh, we don't have the Inya in our... In our language... In our, in our la- well, not in our language either, but in our alphabet. Um, you know, a little tilde over the N. That, that, um, My grandfather, who uh, was the magician, he was in Amsterdam performing. Um, it was like there for some magician's convention or something. And... Uh, he, got, he was on this tour of Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and I guess that at the outset, the tour guide, who of course spoke many languages, yeah, <laughs> asked, you know, what languages people spoke so they could translate as they were giving the tour. Of course, so they go around and you know, it was a, I'm sure it was Deutschland and <laughs> Deutsch, English. Mm-hmm. And Espanol, right? Mm-hmm. And they get to, and then my grandfather has his hand up and says, yes, he's this American. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> like, I, think, I think that's a legitimate I response. We, I think we got that covered on the English part. <laughs> but I know Claire, if she's listening, it's like, oh, no, no, <laughs> I no. Was it's say, very different. No. <laughs> I think it was, uh, it was very, oh, who was it? Said that uh, England and America are two countries that are separated by a common language. <laughs> I can't, you know, I'm going to offend everybody in the United Kingdom if I even try to come up with that because I am, I have an equal influence from both sides of Winston Churchill and Oscar Wilde, and <laughs> those two do not coexist very well. <laughs> so I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say that it was Stephen Fry, and we're just going to leave it at that. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. There Is you there go. anything else you want to talk about as it relates to um, <laughs> international languages and the way we're pronouncing Casablanca incorrectly? <clears throat> I think Casablanca is about right. How do you know, though? Because the way I look at here, it's like it's, it's just an Arabic. Well, I, I, don't I don't know. know. Who I can't. Named I don't it know. That's a good question. I don't know how Casablanca is actually pronounced in Arabic. You know what I'm going to do? Here's what this we're going to do. This is the thing. I don't know that Here's it is. I mean, Casablanca. I mean, as everyone. All of I'm our Spanish-speaking friends know that's White to, House, right? I mean, I am going to go to Google Translate right now. So I don't know that that was a Moroccan word. Well, Rabat. it doesn't matter. I want to know how they pronounce Moroccan it in town. how do they pronounce it in Arabic? 
That's the question, right? Yeah. Is that what they speak? Um, do they? I don't know that they do they. Okay, you look that up. I'll do this part. <laughs> like we'll meet in the middle somewhere. Um, actually, Google will know if I put in Morocco <laughs> as a language, and it says, uh, "Do you mean Arabic?" Yeah, see, it doesn't even come up. No, I feel like you were just punking me. No, it is Arabic. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So well, um, I assume, you know, <laughs> I, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Now you have me questioning myself. Like I knew this, <laughs> but now forever. Well. I, all right. So um, English to Arabic, and then I'm going to put in. I'm going to put in uh, Casablanca. Okay. And there's the Arabic symbols. That I don't know, like the script. I don't know how to. I'm going to be very surprised if Casablanca is an Arabic word. And I'm going to hear it. I'm going to hear it. Hold on. And you can't hear it because the volume's way down. But that's all right. You can, yeah, you can perform what she says. Can I? Are you be surprised? Yeah. <laughs> well, there you a have that. A double what? I don't know. A double bazaar? Uh, I, I like mine single. <sighs> and that's Casablanca? Yeah. Yeah, that looks the same too. When you look at the map, it's the same it's oh. the same thing. Dude, why do we say Casablanca? Because we don't know how to say this. No idea. That's like it's like somebody saying John is dead backward. Like I have no idea and I don't mean to offend anyone but Paul like Paul is dead. I we Paul's whatever. We I can't <laughs> I can't say these words. It would be well, embarrassing. I mean, you know, you you can, you know, but why Casablanca so far off? It's not even like close. Adol, True. Like Adolar, yeah. Aldar, Abadia, Abadia. I could get there. Maybe like we'll just Adol, call it Aldar. Like, well, see, that know. that shows that that's not even like I, I, I still am just insanely curious as to why it's Casablanca. <laughs> like who <laughs> who named it that? But who did, what did the people there say? Apparently, a, a Doyle Blazar. Right, or whatever. right. So if I'm there yeah. and I'm like, "Hey, which way to Casablanca?" They'll be like, "Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Though we're we're the we're the dominant culture oh, or whatever." Man. And so they're like, "All right, this guy's." What oh, you he know means what that means? You know, you know what, okay, so Aldar Albayeda, whatever, however she said mm-hmm. it, White in House? a beautiful way, it means White House. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Does it th- How did does it get it- a Spanish name? I mean, for the longest time they were they were. So uh, Casablanca spent. What is Ca- so? Well, it's Spanish for White House, right? I, I, know, oh, I don't know. It's not French, you know, because I would think that oh, didn't man. France occupy them for a while? Dude, now I've French to Morocco. Watch the movie that's what again. it used to be called. I mean, I've seen the movie Casablanca, and there's to French dudes running around in that. I don't watch it. Oh God, did you? I don't think That's a. I don't believe I'd have told that, Clancy. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that. Did you see that? I did, like, in the 70s or early 80s or whenever it came out. Like, immediately once it came on TV, I think at some point I watched it there. I certainly did not see it in the theater because I was a kid at the time. But <clears throat> I, I remember as much as I would any other adult movie that I would see. Like not adult movie, but movie that is geared towards adults and not kids at that time. So I just remember that there are some people in it that are in other movies that my parents well, liked, but that's about all I remember of it. Didn't didn't I mean the Moors controlled that part of 
Akko for a while, right? And then um, that's probably where the Spanish... I guess, yeah. I don't... Moorish. God, it's so embarrassing how little I remember. Yeah, I mean... I seriously need to bone up on the uh, world history. I mean, I... Uh, now that I'm at an age at where, point, I where I care. Need all... Well, that's the thing. You have to go back. You have to go back. And, there's, and, and, and then you realize, like, the more you scratch at it, you're like, oh, man, I really didn't know anything like i right. thought I, like i knew i suspected that i didn't know much about this and mm-hmm. then i and then i learned a little bit and then i felt confident right and then you start to learn a little more and you're like oh no whoa yeah. i had no idea and then you start to learn it a little more and you're like oh boy remember when i used to think that i knew something like <laughs> and then you realize at some point you realize that I can't ever possibly know everything there is to know about this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of a depressing thought down to this tiny, tiny stretch out. It's like seeing, it's like driving across the United States, right. And never leaving the interstate area. Even Mm -hmm. if you do like kind of go off the beaten path a little bit to see some, you still, when you zoom way out from it, you realize I I just drove on this tiny, tiny slither. Mm Mm-hmm. Across, like I have really seen you nothing. You can't see it on the the map at that zoom level. I've yeah. spent, I mean, I've crisscrossed the United States multiple times, but like, the reality is that I've seen nothing. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what's crazy. So, and knowledge is the same way that that there's so much to learn about just well everything. There really is that that it, that I I become a little depressed, just like how like real, recognizing you mean, how yeah. well like how ignorant I am, yeah, and, and I and how like I can't get to the level I want to be at. <laughs> there's no there's no road from here to there. <clears throat> and I but I don't know if you're like this though. Do you like the more you learn about something, do you begin to then question? your grasp of that of that knowledge you have or had like are you over the same subject or on like other yeah, subjects like, so I mean I'll apply this to Disney related things okay. I can remember um, 10 15 years ago I mean I like I you know I thought I knew everything right right and then you learn how much you don't know and then you're like and then the more the, the deeper you go like I like I know objectively I know more than most people. Yeah. Maybe not who are listening to this currently, but like who but just general population. In a, in a general but yeah. Right. Yeah. You do good at the, the bar trivia. But because I swim in this pond of people who know so much more than me. Right. It makes me actually feel like I know nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which then makes me question the things that you do know. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally. Um, yeah, I see what you mean, mm-hmm. and and it's like, like, do the things that I know, does that even really matter in the grand scheme? Like, does is this consequential in any way? The amount of knowledge that I have, which you know, and is it even valid? Who knows? It, um, right. I think you can learn like, your way into becoming an idiot. Yeah. Well, that's that's the definition of sophomore, isn't it? A wise fool. Well, I think that. Yeah, that's. 
Not, I mean, like, <laughs> not practically, but like the the word itself. Means no, I know, but I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that would be that sounds about right. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about myself. Or as uh, as the old folks say, you know, just enough to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. 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 Do you ever get that feeling? Um, I, I, I when you're dealing with dealing with I should stop here when you're when you're working with engaging with people who are younger well like significantly younger than when you're you. enduring do you I remember I remember my old boss telling me once like you're commenting well I didn't take his word for something was like you you know you young people have to figure it all out for yourselves I remember him saying that to me mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah well yeah um <laughs> And now I feel that way myself a little bit sometimes, but not so much like it's more that I, I, I listen and I take it in and I think to myself, uh, you have no idea what you're talking about. Right. I mean, yeah. you may haven't, you, you actually may know what you're talking about. You don't realize why you know what you, that you know what you're talking right. about. Like you haven't had enough life experience there it is. to recognize how true what you're saying is like you just have gumption mm. right <laughs> like, but you there's gumption. no possible way you have figured out what you think you have figured out <laughs> in the number of years you've been on this earth and it's not right. a matter somebody of like, told you that <laughs> well no i mean people i think people do have like transformative life experiences and stuff that sure that do that do um convey wisdom and certainly you know there's learning that people can engage in that that also allows them to reach conclusions that are more accurate and sort of speedily right like, beyond like, their years yeah I, I certainly have and i think there's just you know like i think there's some people who are just better grounded and more perceptive and able to connect dots and so forth right sure, yeah. more introspective whatever right however <laughs> there's still there's something that's like cute I mean that sounds terrible. It's like like that you're like all like I think they've got it's it not figured out. At all. Like, How adorable. And it's so sad to watch because you're like, oh man, I know they got I know what's coming. <laughs> like I don't know specifically what's coming, but I know like this stuff right, comes yeah. down. Like and you're like, ah, <laughs> oh. And I feel this feels so like um condescending to like even just, yeah. I mean the saying it makes it is even sure. like terrible it's like dripping with condescension but like it, like right. but like even thinking it, it it feels that way but um but uh I think there's I think I think that there's truth to it though I think um there's something to be said for uh like just putting in the years oh absolutely yeah you know, to, to and, get and, to, to try and that's that. That's kind stuff of on. the that's kind of the, the the trappings of progress, right? Isn't it? If if they have attained a level of wisdom that usually like took our generation whatever forty years, and they've attained it at thirty or at twenty five, then they have the potential to go further by our by where we are now when they get to where we are absolutely they will hopefully have progressed even beyond that you know and that's kind of the point and that's what's always kind of like annoyed me about the whole i need to find out for myself like (laughs) that's the 
that's going backwards, right? It's like I'm I'm trying to teach you this life lesson that I learned hot. by the myself. The stove is hot. Just trust right. me. Right. Take my word for it and make, you know, so you don't make mistakes that I made and then you're getting nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. You you're not you're not progressing at all. Take my word for this and then make all kinds of crazy new mistakes that I didn't know enough to make. <laughs> And then that's your life, your life experience. <laughs> and then you, you'll have yours and then you can pass on to your kids or whoever the thing. And you'll be like, ah, ah, don't, you know, don't, don't lick the, the internet terminal or whatever, you know, something I couldn't have learned when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to come up with something technological and that's as best don't as lick, I could come up with. Don't lick the nine volt battery. You know, do lick that's, the nine well, volt battery. Let's see. Everybody should have that experience. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still do that? Do you like test a battery out? Like, I, by licking it? No, I do not. <laughs> I, I'm. I mean, this is the weirdest thing. I just, just saying it, thinking about it. I just got this sensation on my tongue. You can feel it. <laughs> How weird is that? Why? You guys taste it like sort of. A I can. I can sort of. feel it and taste it. I, like it's happening right now as I'm. Sense memory, my friend. Dude, you that's get the trappings weird. of an actor. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Like I can taste it, I feel yeah, it. I can, bizarre, can feel right? it because it's like a tingly taste too, and, and it's also this. I can well, yeah, feel the. I can feel this. The little space between it, like I can feel. And and how the oh. one side kind of bites a little bit, just oh. a little bit, because it's got the sort of seams. Oh, it's still happening. <laughs> it's like give me a battery. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you already have one. I think you need to. You need to <laughs> quick li- lick something neutral. <laughs> maybe I did it too much. Discharge your tongue. Of my water here. <laughs> Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you. I think you're right. You. You. Yeah. You hope that the generation, the generations advance by building on top of one another, yeah. not having yeah, to exactly. experience everything. And I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that younger generations dispense with that. Um, I think we don't trust it sometimes. That's so. it. That's what, exactly because I, I know that's how my feeling was about things. Like, well, you know, I think I just need to experience this for myself. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're not lying to you. I mean, <laughs> what would we get out of that? <laughs> Maybe you were just wrong. <laughs> don't go in there. You fall down. <laughs> He's totally gonna go in there. <laughs> bah! I told you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, well, so to bring it back to your um, weird point about uh, what was what your we point? call stuff about 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 what, what foreign people kind of you didn't say it like that you said <laughs> uh, how did you said it in what a nice way danged uh, foreigners that's not how you said it well I don't know it's like you know the, how we. How English versions of foreign names and words. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was I the guess. pen. I don't know, but yeah. it's like I, I'm not. I don't think I. I mean, we can't switch. Well, We're stopping. I mean, I mean, that's like having us learn metric now. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Well, I, I maintain that uh, metric has its place in science, but I think in the uh, in the the colloquial uh, lifestyle of you and I. We're fine with Fahrenheit because that makes more sense with the weather. 
it's just yeah, it, zero to a hundred, really cold, really hot. If you go zero to a hundred in, in Celsius, you have extremely cold and dead. And if you do zero to a hundred in Kelvin, you go dead to dead. <laughs> so Fahrenheit is actually works better for that. Well, also, like, I understand, like, I know what it feels like. If you tell me it's 65 degrees outside, I know right. what that feels like. If you tell me, you know, I mean, like, I Because you got that instinctive 100-point grading curve or whatever, you know? Yeah, zero I mean, I can't tell you objectively that I think once you get below, frankly, once you get below, like, 20 degrees, it's all just... Awful. I mean, splitting hairs <laughs> at that point. I mean... Yeah, eh, granted. I'll and, give you that. But, um, uh, just like I think once you get above, once you get above like 90, 95 degrees, it really, I mean, hundreds, yes, it's warmer than 90, but it's like, it's still hot. I don't know, and man. 105 is just hotter. <clears throat> I mean, it's not like, yeah. and I've been in the desert and it's 115 oh, or yeah. 120 degrees. And in it, Scottsdale, it, and I'm 120 like, sucks. <laughs> the, you, you, you feel that and you're like, I don't think this feels that much worse than 95. Like, I know like it's hot. I get it, but like. Well, I'll tell you the weird thing out there is that with the humidity in the air being more or less zero, the difference between shade and sunlight is it's, like 30 degrees. I bet. It's nuts. Yeah. It is yeah. nuts. It's a, the sun is hitting you. That's the heat. And But like 100, it got 120 degrees. That's absolutely insane out there. They, like planes couldn't take off. And it was like... For reasons that are like the well, like the physics, air, yeah, the, the air, air won't hold up a plane at right, that it's not dense enough, <laughs> temperature. Right, that's crazy. <laughs> but, I remember when I was learning to fly. There was the there were the days where you knew it was like, oh, it's gonna be great because mm-hmm. like just kind of it's not cold, but it's like kind of crisp. You know, like in the fifties, yeah, no humidity, which means it's gonna be smooth. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hit a lot of thermals and stuff to bounce you around, and you're going to get tons of lift because it's just nice, and cool. Like, oh, best, best. You'll be throwing around all these pilots. And then terms. Maryland, in Maryland, the summer comes and it's like hot and humid. You're like, just you might as well be driving a garbage truck. <laughs> Terrible, horrible. <laughs> It's the worst place to learn how to fly a plane. So, this is the first I've heard of you being a, a uh, or at least attempted pilot. Or, uh, did you? I did never you got make my license. No, I never got my you license. Never got your because license. I saw. So because I, I, um, here was the here's the deal. I wanted to be, I wanted to be a fighter pilot. Well, hey, who didn't? But I know. But I like. So I, I sat for. That's when I was a senior year of high school. I sat for the ASFAB. ASFAB, yeah. And did really well on it cool. and had like after that of course had like all the branches of the military knocking on my door saying hey mm-hmm. hey hey um and this marine corps recruit uh recruiter said to me he's like look like based on your scores um and based on you know like here's our rtc program blah 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 blah, blah mm-hmm. like like you will have like like no you should have no problem basically doing anything you want including flying mm. assuming you can pass like all the physical stuff yeah. right um like act like aptitude wise there's no reason why you can't go through officer training school and then flight school and blah blah, blah. and in the marines you only fly fighters 
Yeah, there's always a chance like you go to the Navy or the stuff. Air Force. There's always a chance that you can go to flight school, but they put you on a cargo right. plane yeah. or something, and you're you know, or fly AWACS or something, or refueling mm. tankers or whatever. Um, but the Marines, it's all fighters. We got F-18s. Yeah. Um, and Harriers and things. So I oh, Ospreys, uh, those weird things. I um, so I was interested. That's what I wanted to do. I had the Marine guy come to my house, freaked my mother out. He sat in the kitchen <laughs> and it's like in his. He's in dress blues, wasn't he? Oh my god! No, uh, no, it wasn't like the dressed, khaki no, shirt. He was in the blue pants, the khaki. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> and after that, they, they do have the best uniforms out there. <laughs> yeah, and and the hair, very serious haircuts and mannerisms. And, um, <laughs> and I was like, I'm ready. Yeah, not a lot of wackiness with those guys. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, and. My father, I remember him saying, like, how about this? How about you, like, get your pilot's license, your, like your, your civil aviation license, and, and I'll help pay for it. I was 17 at the time. He's like, you, you, I'll help pay for it. Um, and then, like, make sure you really want to fly mm-hmm. before you, like, commit <clears throat> to this. I was like... Okay, and it was like, and I was like, yeah. I mean, he's like, because you can always, you can always join. You don't have to like sign up now, right? Yeah. You can always either. You don't have to sign up for ROTC from the beginning. You can go to off. You can like even go to college and not do ROTC. You can go into officer training school after you graduate, and whatever. It's like, so like, make sure this is what you really want to do. Okay, so I started. That's when I started learning to fly. Uh, my senior year of high school, I did all the, like the crazy stuff. My senior, like I was. I had my, that's when I had my motorcycle my senior year of high school and I was like flying planes and I was like and I was so I started doing stuff I was a uh, like did an internship in the, uh, the state government that year I was like what it was like a lot of and I was taking college qu- I was like crazy I was like I'm having this a hard enigma. time picturing you on a motorcycle <laughs> it was like this and I think that's the thing like I was this enigma people were like what the heck is with this guy he, like because <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't like this popular I wasn't like this popular 17. cool kid kind of I mean I was like you know what I mean? Like, anyway, yeah. it was weird. So, uh, started flying, got up to the solo point of like, go, you go for your solo so that you have to get so many hours in and do certain things. And then you get to this point where you can, I think it's after you get 30 hours or, or more, you, you can, you can do what they call a solo, which is mm-hmm. you get to fly the plane on your own. And then you have to get a certain number of hours doing that before you can do like your cross country, which is the last thing you do before you can like test for your for your license mm-hmm. um and there's there's a written test and then there's the air like the flying test um okay so get all my hours in before i solo i have to go get my physical before i can solo and there's a there's like an faa doctor who comes to like this this airport as i was at martin state airport in in baltimore which is which is a really cool airport because it's it's a joint. It's one of the few joint airports where it's half of it's private, like one side's private and the other side's military. Oh, okay. It's the Air National Guard on on the other side, mm-hmm. um, and so you have this giant runway because they're you know they're flying. Um, yeah, big old things. Yeah, uh, I mean they fly um, A ten Warthogs out of there and C one thirties. So they're flying out there. And here's my I'm a little little two seater Cessna sitting on this runway. <laughs> that's like. 5,000 foot runway or maybe it's 3,500 foot runway. Anyway, it's like big runway. Um, so I go to my, get my physical 
everything's fine, except my one eye was twenty twenty five, and mm. my other eye was twenty 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 eight or twenty thirty. So I need glasses. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I didn't need glasses. I could see fine, but to pass for you know right. to get your your aviation license, you need to have twenty twenty corrected vision. Well, okay, fine. Except that in nine, it was this was nineteen ninety one. There, I just aged myself again. Um, uh, yeah, nineteen ninety one. There wasn't really any. I mean, I don't know that they were doing LASIK at that point. Oh God. And I mean, if they were, it was certainly very you'd early. Want to get it, if they right? were, I did end up getting LASIK eventually, but that was in yeah, 1999. Yeah, but at that time, so there's some guy with a laser pointer going, "No, no, all still." Yeah, I mean, I didn't get that many years later. It was eight years later. I got it in, in San Francisco at the at the, the university. Um, so that's another story I should tell at some point. But mm-hmm. um, so I got it. So I so I had to get glasses, and and the military at that point would not let you fly. You couldn't be a pilot with corrected vision right yeah that was it like hypersonic speeds and your glasses are going to get squished in your head or your contacts are going to fly out now i think it's different now i think you can um have laser correction done yeah surely that Um, i mean because once you have that then you are 2020 at that point and it's you know yep what's the difference So you that ended that to make you twenty twenty. That's bad. And that and then I never. I went back. I think for a few other like throughout like over the course of several years, I went back for a few other lessons here and there. But I didn't. Just my never heart did. wasn't in it anymore. Yeah. yeah, it was sad. And you now I won't go back and do it because strapped in a hornet and riding fire. I know. After that, it's just Cessna just doesn't do it for you anymore. Well, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's. I mean, I like flying, but I I don't need to be the person flying. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like flying, yeah. Just like I like boating. I like going out on a boat. I don't want to ever own a boat. I don't think that I would own a boat even if I had. I mean, I I love boats. I love them to death. I love, I love being love on them. I love being on big ones. I love being on small ones. I love boats. But just every horror story I've ever heard, and maybe it's not all that bad, but Florida, it's just that I've heard few. enough. In Florida, you're quite that, a few horror stories. Man, I don't want a boat. Nope. If I was a millionaire, I wouldn't want a boat. No. Nope. Well, nope. just like I'm sure I'd love to go to space one day, but I don't need to be an astronaut. Uh, see, now that's one that I would go up tomorrow if they would let me go. Well, I will too, but like you know, on something that's been well tested and demonstrated to work with a lot of other people doing it before me <laughs> don't just strap me to the newest rocket and hope for the best no well i you know i'm gonna be okay with the whatever testing they did to get to that point that they're ready to strap a person onto it yeah have you seen that things don't don't always think no no yeah but how many times does it work i realize way that way more I, than I, it doesn't i'm with you i'm i'm with you <laughs> What I just like to see is if it happened a few more times before. <laughs> it's one or two so you more. Can my, you can send my friend Marcus up. Yeah, and I'll tell and you then, how it is. And then I'll go maybe a few I'll times after that. Yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's awesome up here. Come Check on up. it out. You said the view's great. Yeah. You can see all the areas of the world you haven't been to. Yeah, look at that. See how much we really don't know. You thought you, <laughs> you, thought you knew how big we were before? Ah. You have no, you have no idea. idea. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. And I'll be like, I can't handle that kind of knowledge. The only true wisdom is in knowing that you know nothing. <laughs> Socrates said that. 